You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio. The future. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. What are you talking about, Greg? Don't. I had a problem. I've admitted it, and now I'm just being tortured by it. I went to the gym. I ran today. I'm trying to run off the 5,000 calories or however many it was. It was 5,520. Why do you have that memorized? You just love holding that over me. I know, but they were sitting here, and they look so delicious. I've never had this kind of problem before. I don't know what's changed in me. Something's changed. I don't know what's wrong. I, I don't, don't like this change. It's I bad. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in wherever you are, however you are listening. We greatly appreciate it. If you are listening live, thank you. Please go to the chat where you can join us. And if you're not listening live, why not try it out? Six ninety nine a month gets you access to our live stream of the show where you interact with us and all of the amazing shows on this network. And we uh, we greatly appreciate that, including, you know, last night there was Don Taylor and Hamfisted Radio and, Greg of course, <laughs> Geek in the City, of which course. was on last night. And Geek in the City, the fine gentleman there. Left us some gifts today. They sure did. They left well, us Halloween gifts. They did. And I, uh, I'll, we'll start with mine. Uh, the, the fabulous folks at Geek in the City Radio left me one of my juice box, my adult juice box, which is, of course, um, a wine box, a tiny, like, to-go wine box uh, full of some fabulous Pinot Grigio, which I love very much. So thank you very much, gentlemen. This makes me very happy. Indeed. And then I also have this to compliment it later. So, Greg, do you want to go in and uh, talk about what... The Geek in the City guys well, left for you. So yeah, thanks, were, you guys. That was so thoughtful. There were two gifts sitting over here by my section in, in the uh, in the room. One is a game of Risk. And Aaron has said this is for all of us. So this isn't uh, just for me. But he brought it in, and there's a note on it that says, Okay, Nibs, this is no mere Risk. So, I, of course, yesterday I talked about Risk and how I can't play it because I get too angry. I, and I realize I have a problem. And he says, In this Risk... You are a god because it's risk god storm version. Oh my god. It, literally. literally, yes. <laughs> it is incredible. You play like different ancient gods. Oh my gosh. So Aaron's saying now that it's a it's the networks game. Yes. I think that we should, we all need to get together and figure out who really is the dominator. And I think it's going to be me just uh, just so you guys know. All right. All right. I think I think that what we can do, we, maybe we should all sit down and play a game of this and maybe record it at some point. Because it says here from, from uh, Aaron, study the rules for soon we battle. Aaron and Geek in the City oh Radio. Oh, my God. All right. So you're going to have – are there a lot of rules to risk? Yeah, Sarah. I've never played There are it. rules to life. I've, do you think I would play a game without rules? Uh, probably. There are rules to win. everything. Well, yeah, maybe if I could win. Yeah. No, essentially what you do in this game is you command five ancient cultures, Greek, Celtic, Babylonian, Norse, and Egyptian, in a continent-spanning battle that would determine whose civilization reigns supreme. A continent-spanning battle? Have you ever played Risk before? No, I'm telling you. I don't know like, what it's not about. not at all? Oh. No, because I didn't, like, lived. when I was a child, I didn't dream of world domination like some people. Why not? I don't understand how that doesn't happen. When I grow up big and strong and get out of <laughs> mama's independence, I'm going to take over the world. I'm just practicing with risk. <sighs> this thing looks amazing. All right, can I see it? Yes. Let me just see. Yes, be careful because it's open. Don't, 
I yeah. Know. All right. Then you should talk about your other present. All right. And then the other present sitting here. Ooh. Wait. Let me read this really quick. Greg. Okay. How come you didn't read this? Who will rule the ancient earth and beyond? Enter a time of myths and legends. Enter a world of risk, god storm, where ancient faiths and fears rule. Greg. Battle across the earth and in the dark regions below. Harness primal forces to strike with devastating power. Command five ancient cultures, Greek, Celtic, Babylonian, Norse, and Egyptian. In a continent-spanning battle that will determine whose civilization reigns supreme. And rest assured, the gods will not sit idle in this war. Yep. That's going to have to be played. I have to play it now. Sounds like there are a lot of pieces. But I have to win. It's going to be... Oh, my God. Oh my god! I, okay, I said it sounds like it has a lot of pieces. Three hundred and eighty-two playing pieces yes. between the gods of war, sky, death, and there's magic. a lot of rules to risk, Sarah. You have to pick out. Oh man! Oh my gosh! This is pretty exciting. But then on top of it, in relation to what I've been talking about this week, where I uh, I did something I never do, which I actually purchased candy. You can't say you things. never did it, do it because you did clearly. I never do. It, you bought it in bulk. Yeah, I never do that. No, I never buy candy ever. The only other time that I bought candy was maybe for Halloween last year. I bought a bag of something just to give out to kids, but I didn't eat any of it. All of a sudden, I have no idea where this desire to eat candy has come from, but... Maybe you're with child. It's another giant fun-sized bag of M&M's with all of the different packs in there that you hand out for Halloween. And it says, from your friends at Geek in the City, enjoy um, in moderation. And Aaron also noted that if I'm careful with this, this could space out till past Halloween. See, and I need to be... I need to be careful. And Sarah's sitting over there with a bag of these M&M's. Well, I've just been, I've been waiting to open it. Why are you doing that? You don't even like peanut M&M's, sure do you? Sure I do. Uh-oh. Oh, no. I just dropped one. What to do? Greg, I can't eat all these by myself. Gross. No, I'm not going to eat. No. Stop torturing me with the peanut M&M. Well, it's pretty good. I know they're good. I went to the gym. I worked out. I don't need to be eating peanut M&M's. No, I'm not going to do it. thing is, when I was a kid... I'm just going to leave the open bag there. When I was a kid, I talked about this before. I used to hoard my Halloween candy, and I didn't even eat it because I didn't like it, but I knew my brother did. And so I would hoard it, and I would save it. And then that way, later on, you know, a month, two months down the road, I would bring one out and just eat one bag of candy in front of him, even if I didn't like it, Mm -hmm. just to torture him. Because he would go through his really quick. So you've always been an asshole. I wasn't an asshole. Yes, that is the definition of an asshole thing to do. No, I just, I wanted to. I no, wanted but to. you did. If you were going to enjoy your candy, you could have enjoyed it by yourself. You didn't have to be a dick and bring it out in front of your brother and be like, look at this candy I'm enjoying. <sighs> Clearly, that isn't because you wanted to eat the candy. That's because you wanted to make your brother feel like crap. Well, that's because he used to do his own things to me because we would order pizza. Every now and then we'd get to have pizza and we get Mendy's Pizza from Independence and we would bring it in there and there'd be like two or three pieces left. And I would go to, uh, actually, sometimes it would be down to like one piece. This is mm-hmm. usually when he would do that. There's one piece left. And it's my piece because he's already had his lot of It's my piece. And I would save it because that's what it's I do. I save things. All worked up now. And I would go in there and get ready to eat it. My brother would beat me to it and he'd hold it up and just lick it, lick the entire thing and then put it back in there. It's the same thing I used to do to kids at school. I mean, I, I, maybe I did that to inflict that upon other people. But he started it. He started it, and he did that, and so that's why I would torture him with my Halloween candy. Wait, so he licked a piece of wait, he licked a piece of pizza. Yeah, the pizza that I was going to eat, and then you in turn took this outside of the Nibbler household. Yes, to your school, you were the weird guy 
That would lick other people's food? No, I wouldn't lick other people's food. What I used to do was, especially to Gavin, because I would have like uh, maybe snacks or stuff like that. I would have like a Hostess cupcake or something in my lunch. And I knew Gavin really wanted them. So I would take it and I'd take it out and I'd be like, oh, yeah, do you want this? And he'd be like, sweet, because he wasn't allowed to have any sugar. And then I'd lick it. be like, okay, there you go. And then he didn't want it anymore. Or... Or a ding-dong, yes, and I'm not going to talk about that one again because people took that out of context. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's one of the things. So, But for some reason now, I'm desiring these peanut M&Ms so badly, and it's paining me. And why did you just open up, you opened up a pack and just laid them out in front of me? They're right, not even in the pack I don't think that you anymore. can clearly say that you haven't always liked sweets. No, I licked my own ding-dong. He just didn't want it afterwards. Yes, that is from a previous time when I told this same story. And I purposefully talked about the hostess coming. Greg, Greg would actually just lick my ding dong. Okay. <laughs> no, I licked my own ding dong. He just didn't want it afterwards. Yes. Out of context. Greg, all right, Aaron brings up a good point. If you did work out, I uh-huh. mean, your body is craving. <laughs> You know, caloric intake, also yeah. protein. Uh-huh. And, you know, if you did, you know, exercise as you did, because everyone just loves to hear about somebody else exercising. <laughs> it's fantastic radio. So um, you should probably, I think all the people are requesting, these are our supporters. These are our friends. Uh-huh. These are our peers and colleagues and people that we look up to. They're all requesting something from you, Greg. And how dare you turn your back on them? How dare you? How dare I? After everything that they've done. Even, I mean, gosh, Aaron is asking, and Aaron just got you a fabulous Godstorm game of Risk, along with some delicious snacks that you're not eating because you're ungrateful. Because you're ungrateful for your snacks. I think that you need to show them how grateful you are. I think that you need to have at least one M&M. Just to show them that you're appreciative, because right now, lots of lots of like back and forth talk, lots of ding dong talk. You know what? Put your you know put your word where your mouth is. Eat an M M&M. and M. Why should I? I don't. I don't want to eat an M M&M. and M. If I eat one M and M, I'm gonna have to eat no, all of the M and M's. No, you can eat just one. I'll have to eat all of the M and M's. Eat. There's only one bag. No. What'll happen is I'll end up sneaking some into my pocket, and I'll go home with them, and then I'll feel so ashamed Greg, about it, and I'll go gotta... hide in my room, and I'll eat M and M's, and I'll never leave my room again. I'll just be sitting there in my shame with rapper after rapper. That's what Sasquatch is saying. Do you not like gifts at Fun Employment Radio? You spurn gifts? Okay, then. I'm just saying it's pretty rude. No, I'm not going to do it. Not now. I'm not Greg, giving you the peer pressure. have one M&M. Why? Just Why do you want to do that to me? Just one, because I know you can do it. Just eat one. Greg has a blue M&M in his hand. It's just one M&M. It's it just one count. M&M. It doesn't count. I'm it not going to eat any other M&M's after this one. I'm just going to eat one so that way everybody's happy. Oh, my God. It tastes so good. That's it. I'm only eating one M&M. I'm hiding the rest of them. They're going away. I don't see them. If I don't see them, they don't exist. Oh, I hate you so much right now. Greg, look. I'm not eating any, any. No, I'm not eating any more M and M's. That's it. Leave them out; they'll go bad, just like vodka. <sighs> yes, just like vodka. Oh, that did taste pretty good. Well, I mean, it's kind of unfair that it doesn't have a friend in your stomach. 
I mean, you can't just eat one. Okay, that's enough. That's enough for now. That's enough. I'm already off balance as it is today just because I woke up. I had one of those dreams last night where (laughs) (laughs) you are evil. You're an evil puppet Watching master. Watching his face when he was eating it. It was like a, a junkie who was just like relapsing. <laughs> He's just like, gets his glazed look on his face like. You make oh a God. terrible counselor for anything. <laughs> so good. I would oh, be a good fine. reverse counselor. There's no such thing as a reverse counselor. Well, if there was, I could totally be That's it. an evil person is what you're saying. You'd be <laughs> good at, you're good at being evil. <laughs> I'm not evil. I'm oh, just... you can have one more drink. Just one drink. No one will see. I'm just good no at encouraging people to you embrace their are, vices. You're like the bartender in The Shining. It's okay. We're all friends here. You can have a drink. Have a drink with us. No one will know. What, was she bothering you again? Yeah. You need to take a break. Take a load off. Just have one. Yeah, that's totally what you are. I am not. You are that person. You are absolutely that person. You know what? You should have one more shot. Why don't you just get a shot? It'll just make everything feel better. Yeah, why don't you buy me a shot? No big deal. No, you walked here. You're, it's fine. You're totally okay. Yeah. You, have one more you are that person. You are the enabler. He won't care. I mean, he just it's really important to him, I think, that you know for you to spend time with your friends. That would be your superhero name is the enabler. Mm-hmm. That's totally what you are. I'm not the enabler. You are the enabler. I am not the You are absolutely the If I the enable enabler. people for fun <laughs> and I enable people to follow their dreams, even if it means eating peanut M&Ms. That's enough. I'm not eating any more peanut M&Ms. Like I, said, I have to say, like you've been giving all this dictator talk. I think that I might actually be a more convincing dictator. You are not a convincing dictator. I absolutely am. No, I just you got you not. eating M&M after you said that you weren't going to. That's yes. not a dictator. Also? No, so, I licked my own ding-dong. He just didn't want it afterwards. As I was saying, I, uh, I've been a little bit off balance anyway since I woke up this morning because I woke up in the middle of the night and I had one of those dreams that was so real that I was actually confused that it, I convinced myself that this is real. And I woke up and I actually had to get on... Of all things, I'm half asleep. I had to get on my phone. Wait, okay, wait. So you were in a dream and you were convinced something was real? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Please to be telling me. So, all right. Uh, Keelan, for those of you who don't know, Keelan, Geek in the City Radio, B-Sides and Besides, you know, Rip City Bad Boys, also my roommate. And, and most importantly, your friend. friend. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So he is, uh, he has to go back to Michigan. He has to go back to Detroit um, for his, his grandfather passed away and he's, he headed off there today. But last night he was at the house, you know, getting stuff ready mm-hmm. um, yesterday. And so I was talking to him a bit about it, you know, about going back. And for some reason that must have stuck in my head, the fact that he was going to Detroit. Now I've never been to Detroit. I've never been to Detroit. I would like to see it. Yeah. No, I would like to go. I just, I just yeah. have never <laughs> been there. Yeah. Uh-huh. And... I had this dream and it was really vivid and it was just me and I was walking around in Detroit, the, in the city of Detroit. Okay. In my mind of how I picture it. And I don't know exactly what downtown I Detroit looks exactly like. I know exactly what it's like in your mind. It's eight mile. No, it, it wasn't eight mile. It wasn't eight mile actually. It's totally Eminem. It's it totally Rabbit's Neighborhood. I haven't seen that. <laughs> Gotta lose yourself. with me. No, it wasn't eight mile. And I wasn't going to any rap battles. I was really just walking around and I was talking to random people. And I wasn't, it wasn't a scary city or anything like that. I was walking around their downtown and they had, now I know where this came from. 
So it was a combination. I'm sorry, I'm figuring this out just as I'm talking. Detroit, in my mind, I was also reading my National Geographic before I went to bed and looking up some things on on some new buildings that are being made. And there's there's brand these futuristic buildings that they're building over in China. And I was looking at pictures of these. And so they was these, it in your National Geographic? It was in my National Geographic, and then I looked it up to back it up to find out some more things. Oh and so my God. they were also in Detroit. These these huge immaculate buildings. And I'm walking around Detroit, and I kept noticing that I could hear what sounded like rain on on a rooftop. Like you know what that t- sounds yeah, the, like? You the know, pitter patter, the pitter patter of raindrops. And I'm walking around in Detroit, but I'm not getting wet. I'm I'm outdoors, and I can hear the rain, but I'm not getting wet. And I look up, and over the entire city of Detroit is a giant bubble. Okay. And I kept being confused by it. And I asked the people in my dream, I'm like, what is that? Why is that up there? It was like a giant – have you ever seen – well, The Simpsons did a spoof on it where there's a giant bubble that came down. There's also a Stephen King book about that. that, And I think that's where they got it from. And The Truman Show. And the Well, yeah, kind of The Truman Mm -hmm. Show. But this is a little bit different. This is like a clear bubble that goes over the top of it. And so I'm I'm walking through there and – and I'm asking these people, and they're like, oh, no, that's the that's the rain cover that we put up. Detroit has that. And they kept convincing me. I'm like, that's weird. How come I didn't know about this? I guess I've never been to Detroit. I didn't realize that they have a giant, like, plastic or glass cover. That's kind of a that's genius That's over idea. the city yeah. to keep the rain out from, from downtown. And it's huge. Miles and miles. Any direction. And you can see the rain hitting it, but but you don't get wet when you're in Detroit. And so this convinced me so much because I kept trying to tell people that I was um, that I was that I was like wow this is this is really weird. I kept asking them like there's no way this is real. And they're like no no this is real. You just obviously you've never been here before, and and they convinced me so much so that I woke up probably about I don't know three three thirty in the morning, which by the way there was something else that, that was creepy. But um, so I woke up about three three thirty in the morning and I'm like wow. It was so much so that I, I just wo- I knew I'd woken up, mm-hmm. but it was like I had just learned something new. It's like, man, I had no idea about that. How did I not remember this? And I convinced myself it was real. I'm like, yeah, well, of course Detroit has this a dome over it. I mean, everybody knows that. And so so that I half asleep, like still kind of in the dream world. I grabbed my phone and I even googled it, like Detroit dome, and tried to figure this out. And I'm like, wait a minute. They don't have one. How is this possible? And so I was so convinced about it. It was just completely mind-boggling to me that, that at that point that it didn't have a dome over it. So it's been throwing me off all day. I don't know what's real or not anymore. Uh, Loki's asking, how did you fly to Detroit with the cover on it in your dream? I mean, or did you just kind of apparate there? How did I fly it? I don't know. There's openings to get in. It's not like a, it's not like it was a closed off thing. I think there were gaps between the ground and the dome. Mm-hmm. Somehow it was like suspended over the city. Yeah. I think I don't know if I'm crazy too, but for some reason that sounds like a really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I'm not thinking of it as a dome, but I'm thinking if they had like poles or something that could, you know, uh, be planted, you know, like miles and miles apart, say like over the city of Portland or something, and they could be like, you know, two miles up in the air or a mile up in the air and just a big flat 
like kind of slightly rounded plastic thing so that none of the rain, you know, puddled up and then it crushed us all. Yeah. I mean, what would you what would you think? I I guess it's almost similar to in Old Town Las Vegas, downtown Las Vegas. They have that giant I can't remember what they call it, the City Walk or something like that. Yeah. Or, or something where they have that big, huge thing. Oh, oh, in Old Town? Yeah, in Old Town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Downtown Las Vegas. Yeah, it was it was similar to that, only over an entire city. That's weird. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, Rick is saying, Greg, you've you have to have seen this on the story about building a dome over Houston on modern mar- marvels. No, I haven't seen that, but now I do want to see it. No, I'm I'm unaware of that one. Hmm. No, I think where it's coming, I think the only, the only thing I can think of is that maybe it came from. The Stephen King book that I haven't read in a long time. Uh, Aaron's asking, Greg woke up in the middle of the night, woken up in the middle of the night, something calling your name in your sleep again, like a trapped <gasps> old lady in your attic. No, nothing called my name. It was just, I woke up, it was weird. Okay. I woke right, up so a couple of times just, in the middle of the night. Yeah, I haven't I haven't had a dream that confused me like that for a while. A, a lot of my dreams lately, because I, I lose a lot of things, like mm-hmm. I did have a dream about my scooter, where I dreamt that the person brought it back. <laughs> right. They felt bad about it. That's exactly it. I know I did. And I I was actually, it kind of sucked <laughs> because I was, I thought it was real. And I'm like, oh my God, they brought it back. They knew how much I loved it. Mm-hmm. And then I woke up and it was still gone. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot, I have dreams with a lot of missing things. Like, you know, like if I've uh, like lost an earring that I really like, like a, I, there's still this pair of earrings where I lost one and I'm still so bummed about it. And every once in a while, like missing objects that I've lost in life appear in my dreams and like I find them and probably I'm really just happy. in your apartment buried somewhere they're not in my apartment buried really you don't think it's possible that an earring could be lost in your apartment no and that you wouldn't be able to find it speaking of I've my apartment, apartment when are you going to come over and clean my kitchen that was your job to set up a time alright well I feel bad because you're so busy I'm just I'm, my dishes are waiting <laughs> I never should have given you this I know it was a present. very nice gift thank you yeah Yes. All right. I will clean your. <laughs> I will clean your kitchen. I said I would. Uh, oh, we'll figure out a time. We'll way. figure out a time to do that. All right. Anyway. Okay. So you had a dream so so convincing that you had to look up on your phone whether or not Keelum was flying into a bubble that covered Detroit. Com- well, kind of. It didn't really okay. have anything to do with Keelan. In the well, dream. it did because it was Detroit and Keelan was going to Detroit. Well, That's yeah, but Keelan was not in my dream. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, yes. All right. So that woke you up. So mm-hmm. you so you woke up, you researched, you realized, in fact, there was not a giant bubble. Yes, which was shocking Detroit, to me at the time. Which was shocking. Mm-hmm. So then what happened? And be honest. Well, I went I went back to sleep. I mean, I was a little bit unnerved at that point, too, just because I, I was so convinced. Not unnerved. I was just like, like, wow, that was a very convincing dream. And I went back to sleep. And... I did wake up. It was probably probably about four. It was before four. You just don't want to say it was three something because you know it's the witching hour, and you know that Aaron and I are both going to say it's the witching hour. Well, this was a no. It was it was around four. I don't know. Maybe it was in the three o'clock hour. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to remember exactly. I mean, like three forty, maybe somewhere in there. It was towards the end of the three o'clock hour, towards four four o'clock. All right, it was about three fifty. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Can I have some of your water? My coffee kind of went down the wrong way. Yeah. That's what she said. So. What? <laughs> yeah, I woke up and I was like snap wide awake. Snap wide awake. And 
See, this is weird. Who knows what's going on? Because it could have just been... I already had like a really vivid dream that I couldn't tell was real or not. But it did... Oh, God. I, who knows? I don't even want to... I don't even want to talk about this. No! You are talking about it. You already started. You have to talk about it. So you woke up from your Detroit's in a bubble dream. Like that. No, this isn't the Detroit in a bubble dream. No, this is this is after that. This is after that. This okay. is like no that that dream was done. That was about three yeah. o'clock, and, and I you were awake. Dream. This was I went back to sleep. Oh, this is okay. a different time. A different time during so you went last back to night. Sleep. Okay, I went back to sleep. Yeah, I was asleep, and so yeah, it was about three fifty. I woke up wide awake, and I just instinctively looked to my right, looked to the which it would be the west end of my room. For those of you that don't know, I live in an upstairs converted attic. So, I mean, it's an actual room, but it's the attic of the house. And it's, so it's so it's very long. It's the and length creepily of the house. as such, it has, you know, bed springs in the walls. and That's a whole other story we can go into. There's all kinds of, let's just say there are little doors up there that uh, somebody years and years past decided to make a storage area that Greg has decided not to disturb because he doesn't want to awaken what could be sleeping. That is not anything that I have ever said like that. I have never phrased anything like that. You're not saying that there's a, a bed frame inside of your walls? No, there is a bed frame inside <laughs> of my walls. An old-timey bed frame. There's an old-timey bed frame inside the walls in the storage space in the attic that you can only get through through a tiny little door, and it makes no sense how it's even back there because you can't fit it through those doors. The doors oh, are my like, God. The doors are only like a foot and a half tall. Or maybe, maybe – And yeah. it's fully put together? It's yeah, yeah. What yeah, the it's back fuck, in the- dude? <laughs> oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, that's in the storage space. I mean, they must have they must have built the wall. I, why did they build the wall? I guess the wall was built around it. Yeah, I, the I don't wall know. was built around. Why would they build a bed into the? Oh, I don't know. My it's weird. It God, creeps me out. I don't know why. Why would they build the bed into the wall? I don't know. Why would they build the bed into the wall? I don't know, but there's no way they can get it back out through there. So they were planning on somebody staying in there for a very long time. I don't I don't know. They built the bed into the wall. I don't have a reason. They built the bed into the wall. That's so yeah, fucked up. Yeah, I mean, up. that's that's true. I, I, I can say this. This is true. That there is, I don't know how or why it got there. The house is very old. It's from 1907. And yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know why that's in there. I don't know how they got it in there, honestly. It's oh kind of, my God. Kind of, it's always been kind of weird. Is the be- All right. No, I'm sorry. We'll get back to I I know that you have something else scary to say, but is the bed still, is, is, it, is the bed? I've never gone back in there. Oh, dude. <laughs> it creeped me out, so I don't go back in there. Dude. I don't go there. Is the bed, all right. Is the bed uh, like sitting like like in a position of like a regular bed? Is it on its side? Is it sitting there as if you could put a mattress on it? I mean, honestly, it? I gotta I gotta remember it was laying on the ground. I mean, it was like set up. It was it was, just the it was a set up. I mean, it was oh laying down, God. not like set up, but it was the 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 springs are there. The the box spring. I don't know. I you don't know how it got in there. You have a walled-in room with a fully put-together bed. Oh Not my. a fully put-together bed, but all the pieces. The pieces are there. Yeah. The big brass pieces. Probably. Yeah, you can't. You can't fit that back out the door. There's so no way know. to get that. So what you're saying? I don't know how they got it in there. 
Because originally, but what you're saying I, is you could not get it out of. Well, there. originally when I first bought the house, my dad and I, because we were going through the house just like checking everything out, and we looked back in there, we couldn't figure it out. That's so we we're like, oh, we can't. How do we even get that out of here? I was like, well, I guess we'll just leave it. And and then I've never, never gone back in there. You've never gone back in except for that one time with your dad. Uh yeah, yeah. I looked around. No, I take that back. I guess I looked around there one other time, but that was that was probably within the same week. Because I was just seeing what else was stored back in there. And I don't remember what else is back there. So I I don't I don't know. It bothered me enough that I haven't gone back in there. But whatever. Whatever's back there, it's back there. I don't need to go back there. What are those weird noises? Stop that's, moving around like that's that. My chair. Stop that's it. my chair. Yeah. So. Oh my god, the bed is put together. And they're tiny little doors. Tiny little doors. Yeah, the doors are really small. They're really small. Yeah, you have to get down on all fours to get through the door. Okay. You have to crawl through it. Okay, let's just, all right, so I'm just going to, I'm going to put a pin in that for a second. So let's flash back to 3.15 in the morning. Well, now, I mean, now the way that you've said this, I mean, it's not going to sound like anything, but it was, it was weird. I was, yeah, I I woke, like, just wide awake. And I actually looked over, just, like, instinctually looked over to my right. And I heard this. What was that? Here, let me see if I can get the microphone down. This is This is kind of what I heard. And it was sounded kind of like footsteps. Like going down your stairs or something? Not going down the stairs. They weren't going down the stairs. I have carpet upstairs too, so it was a weird noise to hear because it doesn't sound like didn't sound like carpet. Could somebody have been tapping the wall? Oh my god, could somebody have been knocking from inside the wall? No, I don't think it was anything knocking inside <gasps> the wall. No, it sounded like something was it sounded like footsteps. Tuggy says, okay, but I have something for the next bet. Whoever loses spends the night in the bed. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that. No. That's knocking. Did it sound like it was getting further away? No, it wasn't knocking like... No, it was. So what what you're saying is it could have sounded like something very small that walks through small little doors knocking. I don't know. You're putting those words in. I just saw a video yesterday in Mexico where they found an actual gnome running around like a little fucking evil gnome. Maybe you have an evil no. <gasps> you probably have Slow a no living you're in your. You're spiraling into some weird. I don't know where you're going right now. You're spiraling. No, and I know what video you're talking about. That was in Argentina. I've seen that video before. Um, Why does everything sound so scary right now? What's the noise? Nothing is scary. Everything's in here. scary. You know what? And we're going to Fright Town later. And I don't think I'm probably going to like. We are going to Fright Town. Oh God! I don't think I can handle it. Quite honestly, now I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. And it's broad daylight. No, we're going to Fright Town later. We have to. We're broadcasting from there tomorrow for Sportlandy. We have to go to Fright Town. Fright Town is a giant haunted house here. There's actually three haunted houses all in one complex at... Um, in the basement of the Memorial Coliseum. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very cool. So, yeah, we are, we are going to that. Yeah. Aaron's asking for volunteering. We're not volunteering, but we're going to... We're going through. No. Yeah. We're broadcasting from there tomorrow for Sportlandia. So, if you tune in to trailblazers.tv tomorrow at 9 a.m., that's where Sarah and I will be is at Fright Town. So, we're going there tonight so we can go through it and talk about it tomorrow yes so we're actually going through it 
I don't want to tell Aaron or anybody when we're going through because I don't want anyone saying my name because I'm just going to I'm going to start crying or something. <laughs> They're going to have to cart you out of there. And just have a fit and go into a go into a fetal position in the middle of it. Like, uh, dude, we got a problem here. This chick's like really freaking out. Loki is asking in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live. Greg, would you consider a seance in the small room? The answer to that is no. 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 Oh, God. Aaron's already scaring me. Aaron's like, oh, so you're going through it? Oh, well, it's not like a bunch of us are working it tonight or anything. Oh, yes. Aaron Duran. I'm going in disguise. Yeah, really? Because they're not going to be able to figure you out. I guess I am going to be with the little curly-haired guy. (laughs) I'm going to tell him. Don't tell them and do not say my name. When we're in there. Why would I do that? What happens if you say your name at the... At the if you say down? my name, then they're going to say it, and then it's going to scare me. So don't do that. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Well, yeah, so anyway, it's who knows? I was having such weird dreams. Who knows what that is? And I, like I really, said, I'm you, not trying to claim wide anything awake. is anything. I'm, I have weird dreams. I'm just saying this is what it sounded like. I don't know what that is. That's knocking. It's not knocking. It wasn't knocking. Oh, my God. It was from the direction. It sounded more like footsteps. Okay. I love how that's like you're calming. It's like, oh, no, it sounded like footsteps in my bedroom where I'm sleeping by myself. Like, that's comforting. Like, oh, no, it's it's clearly not knocking. It's footsteps. Really? That's less terrifying? I don't know. Oh, my God. What's wrong with you? It just is. It is what it is. Things don't bother me. I don't bother them. Not that there's anything there. I'm not going tonight. I'm not going tonight. You are going to fight town not. tonight. No, Aaron just said it's it, it's not like a haunted attraction's designed for the workers to see, but not for those going through it. Whereas they can see us the uh-huh. whole time, and we can't see anything. Yeah, that's how a haunted house. Is no. Work. Yeah. That's how many how happen. many knocks was it, Greg? Do you remember? Was it five? Yeah, probably about that. I mean, I don't know exactly. I couldn't say for sure. Some something like that. But then, I, so I looked over there and I didn't see anything. Felt kind of weird. And I just I noticed I looked over at my dog. My dog she never gets up for anything. Nothing bothers her. Well, usually nothing bothers her. So nothing was bothering her at this point. She was just full on asleep. So I was like, well. Okay, then. And just went back to sleep. That was it. So I don't know. I don't know. Oh, my God. If it's not, like, real, like, imminent danger with the meth heads, it's, like, paranormal danger inside of your own house. Yeah. What the hell, man? (laughs) You're living on, like, a hell mouth. You know that, right? (laughs) With your dirt walls and gimp room and a fully structured bed put together behind a wall with a tiny door. What is that? Well, freak- if you put it that way, it's a then freak yeah. house. If you put it that way, it's a perfectly good house. It's a See, nice and house. It, that's what's scary is because it looks like a normal house. It's not like creepy looking or anything, but there's so much fucked up shit inside of it. <laughs> Ladies, come on over and spend the night at my house. Yeah, that's not a way to woo anybody. Yeah, that's why... Anything like that. No one's ever allowed to listen to the show. But, um, yeah, so I, I don't know. Oh, my God. 
It is what it is. Anyway, that's what happened to me last night. What did you do yesterday, sir? Oh, well, right after the show, I um, was looking on the internet. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, look, there's this new story that I wanted to look at. Because I had um, I had noticed some people come. I'm just completely blowing over the ghost stuff because now I'm scared and I know I have to go to Fright Town tonight. And even though people are saying small children go through it. Also, apologies. Uh, coming up on the show here in just a little bit, too, we're going to be joined by um, – Ari Shafir. Ari Shafir. Yep. Yes. Joining us here Indeed. on Fun Employment Radio. Probably about a half hour or so. Yep. Yes. So yesterday, after the show, it was literally right after the show, I was uh, perusing the internets and I spotted an article from the you know from uh, the CNN News Network. Mm-hmm. And I had been looking at that and the article was titled, um, let's see, uh, Women and How Their Hormones Affect Their Vote. Okay. Women and how their hormones affect yes. their vote. Basically, it was the most unreal thing. Like, I don't get like really involved in, you know, in politics and what have you. I I enjoy my I like my lady parts. I don't want anyone <laughs> to tell Please it. don't refer Everyone, no. I'm sorry. No, you're I'm just saying. I know, but that's just such an uncomfortable way to s- describe. Okay, things. you know what's uncomfortable is looking at uh, at a news organization such as CNN, and they've retracted it now. They they took it down. They flagged it. They released a statement saying it did not. Uh, it wasn't approved by senior editorial staff. Oh. Like somebody had put it up. Okay, that's not good. No, it's not good. So, um, yeah, here, wait, here's the follow-up. So, a post published in the space regarding a study about how hormones may influence women's voting choices has been reviewed, uh, removed. After further review, it was determined that some elements of the story did not meet the editorial standards of CNN. It says, however, it's worth noting in the, that the post in question did not channel through the standard internal process, and it was not reviewed by senior editorial staff before appearing on CNN.com. So they, uh, and then they said that they had an obligation to move it, remove it, because it said such amazing things as such. So I'm reading this, and I'm... I don't usually get, like, really pissy about this kind of stuff Mm because I'm just like, oh, you know, whatever. Like, people get mad about it. You usually roll with the punches. Yeah. This – I could not believe what I was reading about this yesterday. I was aghast. I was – You were aghast? Were you appalled? I was appalled. So what exactly does it say? Let me just – let me just read this to you. I'm not going to change anything. All right. I'm just going to read a, a couple parts from it. Okay. So this is the opening. While the campaigns eagerly pursue female voters, there's something that may raise chances for both presidential candidates that's totally out of their control. Women's ovulation cycles. You read that right. <laughs> New research suggests that hormones may influence female voting choices differently depending on whether the woman is single or in a committed relationship. So first it goes from hormones and it goes to single or in a committed relationship. A bit of background. Women are more likely to vote than men, studies have found. Current data suggests that married women favor Mitt Romney in a 19% uh, difference over President Barack Obama, while Obama commands the votes of single women by 33% margin. So basically it's talking, uh, it also says, uh, it's also been found that women at their most fertile times of the month were less likely to be religious if they were single and more likely to be religious if they were in committed relationships. So this whole article is going on and on talking about women being crazy with the hormones and not really having the ability to vote because you know what if I'm if you know if my period's going to start next week clearly I'm voting for Mitt Romney because it's just going to change just like that mm-hmm. yeah you're kind of scaring me right now well I'm saying it's <laughs> I, it, I just you I was, are very very upset about it. and I understand that is that that sounds like a very ridiculous article yes I mean and I understand um, that hormones are in the body and like hormones are that's fine but I mean I don't just an article on CNN talking about how um, 
my like how your uh, fertility and your ovulation cycle like also not only hinders your right to vote it also um states whether or not you're religious like if you're single then you're not and you're ovulating then you're not religious but if you're in a committed relationship then you are like i don't even understand what this was mm-hmm. it's insanity i could I, i'm just i'm speechless I'm glad they pulled. I'm, I'm surprised. I, actually, I, I will admit I have very rarely ever seen you this upset over an article that's yeah. come out. Yeah, it was it was the most belittling thing toward women. I think I it was I I couldn't I, I read it and then I immediately was just like I don't post shit like this on Facebook, you know, because people are just in their fucking political wars constantly mm-hmm. on there, and I don't. But you know what? I just it just really felt uh, like a little. Uh, it, it it felt very invasive as a woman I guess just to be told by okay. somebody who is also and it was a female probably um, you know in a committed relationship and religious female because those seem to be the best ones that she's talking about but um, yeah who who was one of the publishers of this article wow yeah I'm afraid you're so upset about this honestly it's you're kind of scaring me I'm not upset anymore I'm not I just I was floored by how how crazy it was. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, that sounds crazy. Well, just the fact that they they recalled it or apologized for it, then I think that's that's kind of an indication. That yes, they were, that's they were a. With it. I have not seen. Believe me, I would not want to be on the receiving end of eight million of angry Sarahs uh, sending me emails and commenting on. on an, oh yeah, on no, article. I didn't. Even I'm not comment. even talking about the article. I'm just saying, that just one of like you right now. Uh huh. And the rage I can tell coming from you, you seriously scare me, and I would not be on the receiving end of that. I mean, and I'm not even talking about the article. That, that's obviously it's a terrible article. All right, no, listen to this. And one of the uh, the researchers it. found uh, also this is another statement from there. Assuming there is an, a hormonal explanation, the effects could cancel themselves out, though, since different women will be on different cycles when they vote. They're talking about <laughs> our fucking periods and voting. I cannot. Okay, yeah, you're right. I am kind of mad about this. Yeah, yeah, you're kind of scary. Since different women will be on different cycles when they vote, and the candidates have a similar level of physical attractiveness. So what what matters to women? Well, I'm sure it matters, you know, it matters to everybody, I think, to some level, what people look like. Okay, I don't even know how we got to that one. No, because they're talking about uh, they have the similar level of physical attractiveness. Because then another thing this article insinuates is uh, you have to be, as a woman, you also base your vote on which presidential candidate you uh, you feel more sexual attraction to. Mm-hmm. Because if your sexual attraction peaks in your fertility. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Eat an M&M. I don't want to eat an M&M. Eat an M&M. I don't want to eat an M&M. You seem a little emotional right now. You may not be making the best judgment. Might be the hormones. Might be the hormones. Might be something going on. I'm not sure what's happening there. Maybe just a deep breath. Maybe, uh, you know, relax a little bit. Think things through. Think it twice. Think things through twice. Why don't you think about it this week and then maybe next week <laughs> you can drop off your ballot. Let's see how you feel next week. I already dropped off my ballot. Oh, God. I did what's best for me. I did what what presidential candidate I found most sexually desirable because my hormones dick told me to. <laughs> I I don't know. I'm not sure what to say. Did you know that the single woman who is ovulating is more likely to be socially liberal, and a relationship com- uh, committed Does that woman mean she's sluttier? is more likely to be socially conservative? Which one's sluttier? I think the socially liberal. 
Okay. Yeah. Sweet. So what you need to do is find an ovulating girl that's voting for Obama, and chances are that she puts out. Sweet. Yeah. I'm in the right city then. Yes, you are. Where are all my slutty voters at? What? All right. Are you going? Are you going to stab the first? Are you in the mood to stab the first man that you see? You know, what would make me happy. What? If you eat an M M&M. and M. I don't want an M M&M. and M. Eat an M M&M. and M. I don't want an M M&M. and M. Just eat one M M&M. and M. No, I ate one M M&M. and M. No, you need. It needs a friend. No. I don't want to eat an M M&M. and M. Just because you're all hormonal doesn't mean that I need M and M's. Oh wow, that that did it! Holy shit, that is a glare. That is a glare with a crazy smile. It's a glare with a crazy smile that's being are you going to eat my the M and M yourself, now. or am I going to put the M M&M and M in your face? <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll have a damn M M&M, and M, Jesus woman. I had another M M&M. and M. Are you happy? Are you happy now? I'm happy that there's another step in your shame spiral. I think Geek in the City just wants to make me overweight and angry. Because I'm going to eat all these M&Ms and then I'm going to play Risk. And if I lose, I'm going to be pissed off. (laughs) (laughs) I I see where their whole goal is. They weren't being nice at all. (laughs) No, they were being very nice. Oh, that's funny. All right. Well, um, we got... We got a few minutes left. Should we change directions, Sarah? What would make you more comfortable? Would you like to talk about World of Crazy? Would you like to talk about some balls? What uh, what's 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 going to make Sarah relax a bit? Would you like an M M&M? and M? I'm good, thanks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe they're onto something. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Aaron in the chat says, by the way, Greg, I biked eight miles today, had some sugar-free coffee and a white egg white omelet fatty. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. I ran, but I didn't run that far. (sighs) Self-esteem. And Nipple says, Greg's freaking out and obsessing over one M&M, yet Sarah's the hormonal one. (laughs) (laughs) Zinga! All right, breaking news in ball talk. This happened today, of course, right after Sportlandia got done, so we couldn't talk about it on that, which we do every weekday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Trailblazers.tv. Tune in and see Sarah and I on camera in a different show. In a different show, in in a different context. NBA Commissioner David Stern has announced Breaking news He will be stepping down as Commissioner of the NBA Though not right away It'll be uh, in February of 2014 And his uh, replacement is going to be It's it's long been speculated and thought that this is who it would be But Adam Silver, who's Deputy Commissioner of the NBA Will be taking his place But it gives about a 15 month window He has a very shiny head Smooth uh, Adam Silver, Mm -hmm. yes, that's true I thought it was funny that our cohort at... uh, at trailblazers.com, who also hosts a digital show on there, accidentally posted that David Silver <laughs> ha- will step down he, he and that he had been... Because um, it actually Adam Silver had visited Trailblazers headquarters last yeah. year. He said, David Silver sat on our cruddy couch in our digital area, so that makes us bros now. Meaning to say Adam Silver, but David Silver... Yeah, Casey posted okay. this. Yeah, David Silver, of course... 
Why I knew it, I don't know, but David Silver was the character's name on 90210. Well, we were just talking about David Silver yes, because I was talking about how Silver was the girl from the Lifetime movie, A Mother's Nightmare. Yes. So David Silver is, has nothing to do with the NBA. Adam Silver taking over as commissioner February 2014. Moving on to ball talk. Speaking of basketball players, Magic Johnson, now a commentator on ESPN, talking about basketball and also part owner of the L.A. Dodgers, is being sued. He's being sued. Uh, okay. Sorry, let's just do it by, uh, now. So uh, Kenny's saying that that he's not able to make it at two. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. Well, we're, we're, we'll work on that. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Um, Magic Johnson being sued by a former employee who claims the NBA legend is would regularly squeeze his red vines would make her regularly squeeze his red vines to make sure they were soft. Is that is There's that no code innuendo. There's no code. Essentially what it is is I guess he's really really serious about his snacks and he had to have his red vines be the proper consistency. I know somebody else who's really serious about their snacks. Oh, stop it. Let me just say that uh, I might or might not have been at the grocery store with Greg yesterday. Stop it. <laughs> Lenita Thomas, 45-year-old Lenita Thomas, claims that uh, Magic Johnson fired her for all kinds of different reasons. She's saying because she was a woman and because he wanted her gone because he wanted a substantially younger woman to be repla- to be her replacement. So he wanted a younger woman. 45 years old was too, too old for Magic Johnson. And he said that she was... He claimed that she was late to work constantly and that's why he was firing her. She said she was late one time. She was 15 minutes late. But it's because he desires only two specific types of turkey meat on his sandwiches and she was held up at a deli counter trying to get that to him. And on top of that, yes, he would, in fact, when they were... When she'd make him go buy licorice, she had to squeeze the licorice, squeeze the red vines to make sure they were soft and have the proper consistency for Magic Johnson. That's gross. That's like exactly opposite of what most normal people would want. Like, what I don't want is somebody handling my food before I eat it. Yep, me neither. Me neither. Are you sure you don't like people to touch your food? I can 100% guarantee I do not like people to touch my food before I eat it. Moving on to Aaron in the chat, that's a zinger. Moving on in Balzac. Attention, Sarah. Yes, sir. Mark Sanchez, quarterback of the New York Jets, is back Ooh. on the market. Ay, ay, ay. Eva Longoria, who had been dating him, who has some kind of thing for athletes who are much younger than her. 37 years old, Eva. Mark Sanchez, 25 years old. Eva has left Mark Sanchez after oh. several months of dating. They were reportedly going to be buying a house, but not anymore. So, so he's a but baseball, football? He's a New York Jets quarterback. All right, so he's a quarterback. So she went from basketball to football. Hey, watch out, baseball fans. It's true. She's going to be coming your way. She's working her way through the sports. Has she done a soccer guy yet? I have no idea. I don't know. Oh, I'm sure she could get her hands on David Beckham. That would probably be. Oh, are you kidding me? Victoria Beckham would murder her. Yeah. But she has that. I kind of respect Victoria Beckham. Yeah. With how how tight of a leash she has on Mm -hmm. David Beckham. Yeah. Got to respect that. Yeah. Good to know. Uh, so, 
Mark Sanchez back on the market, although he's now single, but probably going to lose his job to Tebow at some point. Moving on to ball talk. It's potpourri of balls. Here's something interesting. Deion Sanders, former NFL star, now, now a commentator and most recently divorced. There was a lot of talk about his divorce in the news. Apparently... There's some details coming out about his about his marriage when they were first they were they were first uh, getting together and Dion Sanders gave his ex-wife Pilar a signing bonus when they got married. What? So in exchange for his ex-wife Pilar signing a prenup, he gave her a $100,000 bonus. She got 100 grand to sign the prenup. That's essentially Literally a signing bonus like they do in the NFL. <laughs> now, the prenup is now being disputed, and she's saying it doesn't count and that she's still going after all of his money, but he gave her a signing bonus. A hundred grand to sign the prenup. Wow, imagine how much she just signed away by signing that prenup. Yeah, seriously. Continuing on in ball talk news. Potpourri of balls. I'll do this one. I uh, like it. I got a, got a couple more here for you. Ball potpourri. Chris Cooley is a Redskins tight end, or now a Redskins tight end, and he's been out of the league for a little while, but now has, has signed with them and is returning back. But he's pretty funny. So he had to go through a physical to become uh, to, to be eligible. But one of the things that he was trying to do in his contract was negotiate in it, despite all of the money, a case of beer into the contract. He wanted a case of beer to be added onto it. Just, I mean, NFL contracts, just like any sport, they're huge, <laughs> vast documents that cover every single little minutia of detail. And he said he really wanted to put a case in the beer. And why? Just because. Awesome. Yes. So he's kind of your hero, isn't he? He said, uh, literally, I have text correspondents trying to negotiate a case of beer into my contract. They wouldn't do it. I wanted it in writing so much. He just wanted it to be written into his contract because he thought it would be funny. That's that's pretty funny. That is very funny. Yeah. That is pretty funny. I, I, I fully respect that. <laughs> um, move, okay, moving on to ball talk here. We've got this. The World Series began last night. And? With the San Francisco Giants taking on the Detroit Tigers. And the San Francisco Giants came away with quite a win. 8-3 to is what they won by. And Justin Verlander, the guy who's dating Kate Upton, who's super fucking hot. <laughs> you always like the guy who's dating Kate That's the only reason. Like, that's how I, th- I think his whole name is. You're like, so-and-so, the guy who's dating Kate Upton. I don't like- follow baseball that much. Since the only, really, I know that he's a phenomenal pitcher. But, yeah, I know him more because he's dating Kate Upton. So... He is a star pitcher. Didn't do so well. Gave up two home runs. Within the first, I believe, three innings. He was replaced by another pitcher who gave up another home run. All three of these home runs going to Pablo Sandoval. Pablo Sandoval. Pablo Sandoval. Pablo Sandoval of... Venezuela. Venezuela. I believe he's from Venezuela. <laughs> I should double check that before I say that. Uh, right. I'm pretty sure he's Just from Venezuela. Just say it as, it's, as if it's true. He's from Venezuela. I'm sure he's been there at some point. Sure. I've been there. Hitting three home runs in a World Series game puts him, though, in a very, very elite club. The only three other people to have ever done that in the history of baseball. Babe Ruth. I know who that is. Reggie Jackson. I know who that is. Albert Pujols. <laughs> Why are you always <laughs> laughing his name? 
His name is Albert Pujols. When you said that on Sportlandia today, I almost started laughing because it's a funny last name. It's Alberto Pujols. His last name is spelled P-U-J-O-L-S. I know I'm a child, but somebody... El Hombre. That's his nickname. Somebody whose last name... Hello, Mr. Pujols. It's funny. The guy's... guy's, It's funny. The guy's a baseball legend. He's a guaranteed Hall of Famer. Like one of the greatest baseball players ever. But Sarah will never, ever be able to say his name. Albert Pujols. So the nicknames for those suspective guys, of course, Babe Ruth, George Herman Ruth, but Babe, the Babe, mm. Mr. October for Reggie Jackson, El Hombre for Alberto Pujols, <laughs> and Pablo Sandoval. You are a child. Pablo Sandoval's Pujols, nickname. come on. If his name was Pujols, that would be funny, too. <laughs> <laughs> Pablo Sandoval, whose nickname is Kung Fu Panda. Because he's 5'11", 290 pounds. He looks so huggable. I just want to hug him. He's a giant man in circumference. So, Pablo Sandoval joining a very, very elite club. The Giants winning 8-3. to Now, I have one final thing here. As you know, there's a group online on YouTube called the NOC. Oh, God, your favorite group in the who world. Who makes some pretty amazing sports parodies. And this one came out actually yesterday before the game. Because they're, they're usually right on target. And it is a, so- a song about the World Series. Set to a very... Oh, God. It's a parody it? song it of a very popular song. It isn't another Call Me Maybe, is it? It isn't... It's not Call Me Maybe, but it's another okay. very popular group right now. Okay. A group Some called Fun. Oh, God, I hate this song. Jim Some games are dressed like Joe Buck. Some games I wish that I was Miguel Cabrera. Some days I wish I was closing, but I still stay up watching every hour. Oh Lord, I'm still not sure I felt burning. Oh, how much more lavender? How much more gardener? Don't you smoke anymore? Okay, can you make it stop? <laughs> this is awful. That is awful. <laughs> I love these guys. Lean on me. Yes, that is a take on Some Nights by the band Fun. That concludes this edition of Baltar. I swear, I don't know why that song is so popular. Every time I... That like, fun? The the yeah, real song, you mean? No, no, I know the other, the, the We Are Young song. That's a great song. I mean, it's overplayed as, as all hell, but I mean, it's a decent song. That yeah. Some Nights song makes me want to put screwdrivers in my ears. It is so... <laughs> oh, God. And that really auto, don't like it. That auto-tune thing that they do at the end. You know what? I think I actually... I was going to say, I have th- it. think I've got it right yeah. here if you don't. Yeah, I have it. Okay. Oh, whoops. Nope, I don't. Here, go for it. Uh, this is the video, so it's apparently a long lead-in on the video. Wow. 
Is it telling a story? Yeah, it's telling a story during the Civil but War. Yeah, the video is World War, or I mean, the Civil War. Oh, God. It sounds like a rejected Lion King song, if done by <laughs> hipsters in 2012. Yeah, I I can admit it's it's not the greatest. I've heard worse songs, will you, though. Will you put it back to the uh, toward the end with that auto-tune thing that they do? Um, I'll try to. I, okay. It's on YouTube. It's still loading. Okay. I can say, I mean, the guy can sing. I'll give him credit. When he does it go, he can actually sing really well. Yeah. Which is why it makes me all the more mad that he used auto-tune in this. Later on in this song, there, there's auto-tune. That pisses me off so much when people who can actually sing use fucking auto-tune. Like, share. Never, ever. I'm sorry, if you can't sing it live, if you can't sing it just by yourself in a room with no other instruments, yeah. you shouldn't be singing it. No, You're totally. not a singer. Sorry, if you have to use auto-tune, you are not a singer. No, I totally believe yeah. you. T-Pain yeah. is not a singer. T-Pain's not a singer. Next you're going to say... Uh, Heidi Montag isn't a singer. Well, that's different. Or Paris Hilton. I mean, what's wrong with you? This is requested in the chat to cleanse the palate. Not that. But this. Let's play ball, it's game day. We want strikeouts, base hits, double plays. Take the field, hear the roar on the crowd. Come on, Marlins, make us proud. Come on, Marlins, make us proud. Keep hoping and dreaming that you will soar. With a little faith and love, you will soar. One strike. Strike swing away A diving catch A stolen base A perfect game A triple play Another playoff race Yes! Well, series chance will be Keep hoping and dreaming That you will soar No, that's not needed. All right. I think that's enough. Wait. Oh, wait. No. Oh, I thought we were taking a break. Gotcha. Never mind. Break, <laughs> not end. No, no. We're taking a break because Sorry. our guest is going to be arriving here very soon. So Ari Shafir going to be joining us. So we're going to take a break. We're going to study up for a few. Going to you know, take a break. Everyone go use the bathroom. You know, get some food. We'll be here. You should have some M&M's. You're seeing a little bit. Uh... <laughs> I was going to make a hormone joke. Oh, my God. I can't even make a joke around. Never mind. So it's going to stab me. We're going to take a break. We'll be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio, joined by Ari Shafir. I can't put a dot .com on the end of that. I'm sorry. 
You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hi, this is Greg. <laughs> Hi, this. Hi, this is Greg Proops, the specky one from Whose Line Is It Anyway? Not the tall guy, the fat guy, or the black guy. And you're listening to Fun Employment Radio with Greg and Sarah. All right, we are back. Yes, we are. You're on Fun Employment Radio. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And as promised, today and yesterday and all day long. <laughs> Just all day, every day. All day long, Never constantly. Ending. The only thing we ever talk about. No, <laughs> joining us now in studio, Ari Shafir. Hello, sir. Hi. Hi. How are you guys? Good. How are you doing? Good. I like this setup here. Thanks. Thanks. We're yeah, pretty cool. stoked. We would like to cover uh, our soundproofing, which consists of some soundproofing and some blankets uh, yeah. and what have you. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you just make your own soundproofing. Yep. Everyone does that. Yeah. It's, it's true. It's so expensive to buy like those little little squares of soundproofing. Yeah, a lot of times people go out of business at radio stations, they just steal them. They oh, just yeah. grab them before they go. Oh, yeah. I've ended up with some good furniture from, I've been fired from a few stations and really? always take something, <laughs> take something with me. Yeah, yeah, so smart. how was so? We do have a question in the chat first and foremost because we did see yeah. on, on the Twitter that um, that you said that you were going to come and grace us with your presence after you. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have a reservation at my hotel, so I had to get in there, and I was like, <laughs> "Dude, I gotta, I gotta get to my room for like a few minutes and then go." And he's like, "We'll try to get you there." I'm like, "All right, uh, <laughs> this is gonna be an issue." Take some care of some stuff. It was good. It was nice. It was, came out clean. It was good. Yeah, yeah. And um, did you Just wash a your hands? Wipes. Wash my hands. Okay. Yeah, good. and then I brushed my teeth afterwards. Not related. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't usually normally do. We that. don't like to pry. So. That'd be an awesome disorder if you try to brush your teeth. Felt so dirty after taking a dump. Just have to take a shower every time. Yeah, yeah, that would be a problem. That would be very inconvenient for a lot of people. I think. Yeah, yeah. I need time to lash myself and take a shower. <laughs> so yeah, this is uh, this is our studio. I know you, of course. Host a couple of different podcasts. Yeah, like you're a, you're a, you're a podcast aficionado. You are. I guess so. I you're one of the crew. Yes. I like doing them. We all all the comics. Now that we're all doing them, we all used to say that when we ever did morning radio and stuff, we're like, we could do this. We should do this. But then we're all like, we're not going to wake up. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was the worst. Getting up at like three thirty in the morning. You uh, never get used to it. And then you couldn't go out at night, huh? Yeah. Well, pretty much. Yeah. Even or you'd show up just really tired and hungover. Or yeah. Something and like still that. maybe yeah. a little drunk. Yeah, that, that yeah. Happened. they frown on that <laughs> yeah. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's a, it's an ungodly hour. That's yeah, five to nine or something. And then what? You go back and go to sleep, or you start your day. God, it's it so throws lame. Off your whole day, and like yeah. I'm done yeah. with like you're done with work, and all your friends are just going to work, and you just it, lose your social life. You totally do, yeah. unless you can find people who want to like day drink with you, and then um, you know that's kind of sad. Those people are weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's all the old people that are there playing video poker in the middle of the day. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to be around that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, who plays these games? <laughs> like, oh, that guy <laughs> from noon to four. That's yeah. where they make their money. I like how in Cheers, all those people seem way more jovial. Oh yeah, <laughs> but really. <laughs> People are just there all the time and drinking like, oh. I have no other lives except yeah. for sitting at that bar. Driving drunk constantly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they never did address that in there. Yeah. How did they all get there? I'm sure they all walked hand in hand. Right, <laughs> <So> yeah. They, <laughs> they just walked down the stairs. They must have had a meeting about that. Like, guys, we just can't even allude to it. <laughs> they had to have done something. Oh, yeah. So uh, You know in commercials not all the show people drinking beer? What's it? You can only show people holding beer in commercials. You can't really? Show they actually can't actually? It. Yeah, yeah they they'll never take a sip. With smoking, right, too? Like, you can show it like a lit cigarette, but you can't, like, actually show someone inhaling, really? I think. Even an anti-smoking commercial? Maybe that. But if they're smoking through, like, a hole know. in their Maybe that's Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, they make <laughs> an acceptance for that. I think neck hole smoking is okay. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they drank on Cheers, if they actually drank any of it. I don't know. You would Probably. Think, I mean, if they're sitting there all day long. Yeah. They would have a couple. Yeah. I don't think so. 
We, I like to indulge in the occasional adult beverage while we're doing this. Really? It's nice to be self-employed. Yeah, it is nice. It's, I know. it's way more fun now, right? You can say whatever you want. Seriously, you yeah. Want. Yeah, there's no limitations. Oh, I God. almost always fuck up at least once on a uh, on any radio station. At oh, yeah. First, and then everybody goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I was like, what? I was just talking about the radio oh, station. Oh, totally. And I don't even remember what I said until they... Just well, you, somebody constantly over the dump button. Well, because yeah. you're totally used to talking to your friends or like other people. That's yeah, like, normal language. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah, because we don't we don't like use profanity to an extreme. Just like oh shit, fuck shit. Like we we talk the way we talk. Not you make your own decisions. Yeah, how you want people to relate to you? Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the advantage of podcasts. I don't know. I love this so much better yes. than, I mean, than I would, being on. Yeah, I would not go back to radio. No, no. no. What if they offered you five hundred grand a year? Yeah, then maybe I'd consider it. Oh, if it was a morning show, though, I don't even know. Honestly, I, know. I got grand yet. I got offered a job at uh, after we were fired at another radio station for a lot of money, and I did not want to do morning radio again. It was it was just like I'd rather be broke and happy than yeah. be have a lot of money and be exhausted all the time. Yeah, I know that feeling. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of fun though. Yeah, yeah. Sort of fun waking up at like eleven fifteen, just no alarm clock. You just sort of like open your eyes, <laughs> oh. start thinking about where you're going to eat. <laughs> this is happening now. Yeah, that's way more fun. Did you just yeah, get into town today? Yeah, I just got off the uh, plane, the went plane. to the hotel, took a dump, and came over. That is awesome. <laughs> well, you got to yeah. prioritize. You got to poop and then talk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's true. But I had to try to make a decision. I didn't want to talk to him. I wanted to make a decision like, hey, dude, it's okay if it's going to be a while. But I should just go somewhere down here. But I didn't want to have him. I should have just asked him. Yeah. I didn't want to have to have some stranger like <laughs> advise me about whether or not I should take a dump and where. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of an awkward conversation. Yeah, and plus yeah. it's it's two o'clock and there's the the pooper that's always up here. There's somebody from a different floor that there's only one men's bathroom here that yeah. always comes to this floor from like two to two thirty. Really? And yeah. Oh, I've timed it out because usually we get done with the show around two, and that's when I need to go in there and use the bathroom. And, <laughs> and he's always there. There's somebody. Yeah, I've been always trying there. to track them down, and I finally got a glimpse of him. It was a couple of weeks ago. What does he look like? Uh, he. I think I know where he works. He's uh, probably probably around my height, and um, so short. Yeah, short. Yeah, yeah. short guy. <laughs> short guy. Big hair. Actually, honestly, he kind of looks like me now that I think about it. Short hair, big or short uh, with big hair. Well, he's but on. he's not on his floor. He's he should be shame pooping on his floor. That's oh. the problem. Yeah, See, he doesn't want to run into anybody. Totally. Uh-huh. Yeah, he doesn't want to be that guy on the, known on the floor. So he comes down here two to two thirty every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know my uncle when I was like fourteen or something, he was like, "Have you gotten a regular system yet, Ari?" And I was like, <laughs> "What? What do you What do you mean?" He goes, "Well, you should be dumping at the same time every day." I don't think he said. I think he said taking bowel movements. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "What?" He goes, "Yeah, you got to get regular." I was like, "What?" I still haven't gotten that. <laughs> I guess that guy is. Yeah, I don't have a. a I, I can't believe we're sitting here actually talking about shitting. No, I don't think yeah. I have a. I don't have a schedule. Well, since we're going down this train, somebody in the chat's asking about your Australia poo story. Oh yeah, I shit this. my pants on a bridge. You in shit your pants? Yeah, on this giant like tourist bridge. You take like a three-hour hike and they show you all the history of Australia and how this thing was built. And I had diarrhea. Oh, oh so not just... Yeah. Oh. oh, in the middle of the tour? Yeah, towards like the top of it. Oh, so you um, had to go all the way back. Yeah, I had to like oh try to hold it in and, and then like waddle down as the rest of the tour group was like, do you guys smell that? And I was like, no, I don't. I don't smell anything. Yeah, they put you in these jumpsuits. So uh, <laughs> I was wearing underwear and a jumpsuit. I had to, I had to like. It's very awkward to have to like. It's more like a diaper when you when you take the jumpsuit off to have to take off the underwear, but also w- like wipe it 
oh. the same time. Oh my god! Because otherwise, it'll run down your legs, and then you have to find it, quickly find a, uh, a trash can. <laughs> and none of this part was in that bit. Uh, you have to find a trash can without anybody seeing you. <laughs> Okay, why are you wearing a jumpsuit? They make you wear a jumpsuit. They breathalyze you, and they because you can't be drunk if you're up there. So they they breathalyze you before you go, and then put you on this jumpsuit because I guess it's like heavy winds or something. They like and they lock you in. They have to like latch you into the bridge. So I couldn't turn around. Like there's people in front of you and behind you. (laughs) I just tried to hold it for a while. (laughs) Um, When you turned in the jumpsuit, how did you? Even uh, they say that. just leave the jumpsuits on the floor of the changing room, which I did. Oh my it was God. just the underwear I had to find. So then I walked away with like pants that were like trying not to shit stain them. Oh <laughs> uh, so you actually, did you put back on the underwear? Did you throw them No, away? the underwear I threw away. Okay. So like you use the inside, then you have to use the front for, the, yeah. for more wiping and scraping. <laughs> you can get uh, a good like three wipes out of that. Yeah, you got a few, but you yeah. have to like make them count. You can't That's just willy nilly like bundle it up like toilet paper. Yeah, yeah, you can't uh, be wasting those wipes. Yeah, <laughs> so limited amount. It's kind of like you really appreciate life, like after the Holocaust. You know how you really like oh, family's important. Um, you appreciate the wipes after that. <laughs> I guess. Words of advice. Yeah. I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm just really back to the shitting yourself. So how did it come about? Like, was there warning? Did it, was your were you not feeling well earlier? No, I was fine, and then I just had I had kangaroo meat. Oh. I tried to eat oh, kangaroo meat. Yeah, I guess so. And then, uh, or whatever, stuff just happens. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it when things can't be explained. I'm like, so that could happen to me. I could take yeah. shit. I mean, people get tired. It's not always for some reason. It's not always like, oh, I ate Subway today. <laughs> that makes sense. It's like, just you like, know it, but you keep doing it anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I can't help it. I love kangaroo meat. <laughs> this is going to happen. Yeah, and it just started bubbling. <laughs> and I try to hold it for as long as possible. And you can only hold for so long, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I was doing pretty well. <laughs> it was. I held it for like an hour. Were you with any friends or anything? No, no, no allies. I was. I had friends, but they all went to do something else that day, and I went to tour around. I paid two hundred dollars to walk on that bridge. I got there like two hundred bucks. I was like, what? Two hundred dollars? But I was like, all right, fuck it, let's just go anyway. And then I shit myself. <laughs> The best two hundred dollars you've ever spent. Yeah, all my friends are out watching fights and stuff. <laughs> I'm shitting myself. But then I went back to the hotel and changed, and I went to the zoo, so it didn't ruin my day or anything. Oh, that's, well, good. that's good. Yeah, yeah. You ruined somebody else's day, probably. Probably. Poor <laughs> bastard. Cleaning the jumpsuits. Like, Some what parts the of it fuck? came out through my like pants, and my legs like fell out. <laughs> I'd have to shake it out into Sydney Harbor and I'm assuming the wind probably took it back all over the bridge where their drivers were <laughs> so it probably did ruin somebody's day I go, <laughs> I'm like oh that bird it's really that's a big bird what are they feeding them <laughs> luckily it wasn't like big logs or anything it was just like Splatter. <laughs> yeah <laughs> hopefully the, it broke up on pond re-entry to the atmosphere <laughs> it was so high up there what a beautiful walk though except for that part <laughs> Could you enjoy it on the way back? Uh, I enjoy it a little more on the way yeah. down. <laughs> he kept trying to give us like a uh, history of Australia and how the bridge was built and how many people died in the making of it. And I was just like sweating. I was just sweating and trying up, dude, to hold hurry it in. up. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even hot. He was trying to make it worth your while for the $200. <laughs> 
<laughs> Dispensing some knowledge. He was trying to make me the butt of all the America jokes. Oh, were you the one American? I was the one American. I yeah. that when you're in tour groups and you get picked out. Yeah, he's like, well, the Americans, co- I can't do the accent. <laughs> come in and they say this, right, Ari? And I'm like, I don't know, dude. Because <laughs> all Americans are exactly the same. <laughs> I have no national pride. None of us do. <laughs> we don't give a shit if we fucked up in the war. <laughs> Just like every Australian's Crocodile Dundee. That's yeah. all oh, they totally. are. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They all have knives, I'm well, assuming. So you were here... Um, a couple years ago for were you here last year for Bridge Show? No, I missed it. Okay, I so you were here the year before though, right? Yeah, it was so much fun. Yeah, and you, you were, were around for it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, we were there. You, you were you here for it. Well, we were Oh we we're not we're not comedians. We should we talk yeah. to talented comedians such as yourself. Indeed. I wonder if I met you guys then. You weren't on radio then, you were already off. Probably we not. were off, yeah. Yeah, we were we had, yeah, we were here. Of, we had a bunch of them. I don't think we I don't think we met there. You look familiar somehow. Well maybe we did. I mean we I went to a bunch of the shows. What's your last name, Sarah? Dylan. I don't know. I don't know. But Not you sure. were um, there, weren't you? Were you? Uh, was Andy, you were For, with Andy, Dick, Andy Dick, right? Oh yeah, he Fiasco. did my storyteller show. He relapsed. God, I saw him last night at the Improv in L.A. Really? He seemed okay, but I was looking at him. He, we like we finished my show, and then the next show had like thirty minutes to start. But he just goes right up on stage and starts playing guitar and singing. And I'm like, yeah, he could be fucked up again. I have no idea. Yeah, because I remember that during during that section of Bridgetown, because it, it was like notorious. Yeah. People yeah. were having Andy Dick sightings all over the place. Yeah, of him just. I remember there was one he was riding off on a in a pedicab with like three girls. I saw him and actually, like yelling shit at people out in as front he was of Bar of the Gods. He was just like everyone's like, "There's Andy Dick," and he just was being wheeled away, <laughs> totally fucked up, like in the back of. A it was pedicab. amazing watching new comics because that's that's usually who looks up to like older comics more yeah, than anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And watching new comics just going, "Ugh, get out of here." Just beat it, dude. <laughs> Getting in. He got, yeah, he got cut off at the hotel bar at 1 p.m. I remember oh, that. Uh, yeah, the last day. And he had these two, like, fancy boys with him at all times. They were, like, dress alike. Really? Like, yeah. You ever watch um, uh, Venture Brothers? Uh, yes, uh-huh. You know how those, they have those, the, like, two little midgets, sort of? Yeah. That hang out? It was kind of like that. <laughs> they just, like, doted over him. They did whatever he wants. They were very stylish. They wore the same clothes and very, like... What's the, like lady boy looking? I don't know what the, yeah. what the term is. Yeah. Like no lady facial boys, yeah. hair. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like man boys kind of. Yeah, but lady boys. Yeah. yeah, and they wore the same the same outfit. Yeah, like white pants and like a, an off white shirt or something. Is that like something in his rider or something? I don't know. I think he met them. I don't know. That's but hard. yeah, but then we saw him coming out of some like TGI Fridays type place, <laughs> and he comes out holding all this um, those root beer float candies, uh-huh. the ones shaped like root beer barrels, and he like threw it at us, like threw like. Kind of like he was... Who was that old comedian who used to throw confetti? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Um, they put him in Jackass. Yeah. Oh, for some reason, my mind just went to Gallagher, but that was... It wasn't Gallagher. Oh, no, it's not Gallagher. Um, oh, oh God. Almost, what is his name? <laughs> I know exactly. Rip, rip, rip something? Uh, rip, yes, it's not Rip not Torn. Rip... Torn. rip uh, it's not Rip Van Winkle. <laughs> oh, God. I know exactly who you're talking about. Rip, rip Taylor? Taylor? Yeah. yeah. So he did it like that. He like, threw these root beer float candies at us and then said, I'm over Portland. <laughs> and then like That's threw a bunch more and walked on. off. <laughs> Did he even know who you guys were? No, he he just, just, like, we were just walking people. by and he comes out, just threw these candies at us. Because <laughs> you had to be on stage with that shit show, didn't you? Yeah, he like relapsed like like think, like a few hours before, but I have no idea. Dude, when that guy goes, he goes hard. Yeah. Yeah. He does not just have a no drink. No half ass. <laughs> no yeah. fucking around. 
That's what people don't understand about alcoholics. They're like, I can't just have a beer or two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, come on. And then they say, like, oh, okay, I get it now. <laughs> I get it. We can't hang out anymore. Yeah. God. Yeah. It was so, somebody gave him a, a pot cookie, I think. And that was it. I remember that the pot was the cookie debate where someone said he ate like one pot. He said he ate pot. He like said one he ate cookie. a space cake, which yeah. I've never heard it called that. No. <laughs> yeah. He did my story. Sounds show. like his own term. He, he was, it was him and Margaret Cho and a few other people, Pete Holmes uh, and Moshe. And like, it was a great show. But he was just like crazy, and he saw Margaret Cho, and he said something along the lines of, of something like, "Who is this Asian whore?" Something along those lines. <laughs> like, and she was like, "Andy, I'm like your last friend. Please, <laughs> please just try." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was so much fun. Yeah, I forgot about all that. Last friend. Oh yeah. God. Well, have you been back to Portland since then? No. <laughs> so once. that's your last experience. It wasn't like a bad memory or anything. I meant to go back to Bridgetown this last year, but then I, 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 I didn't know what the schedule was, and yeah. I scheduled another date. Oh, you have to come this year. Yeah, I'll save time for it next year. Yeah. Yeah, the after yeah, party totally. this year was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was cool. There were some pretty epic ones. Yeah, that tincture started going around, that... Those pot drops, whatever they oh, are. Oh, I don't, I don't know if I ran into that this year. And mushrooms oh, start going around. No. Oh, there's, there's always a girl around that is that. A no, girl. No. There's the girl that yeah. There's, the, there's the, seriously like this hippie girl, this hippie drug girl who has like little boxes that she carries around, just chock full of drugs. Really? It's like something out of a movie. Yeah, wow. she'll just be walking down the street and she'll have like a flip box, like the old candy cigar cigarettes. Really? She's, seriously, like open coat. Like she'll have be like, all right, like, just, she have that like, for every festival. Pills <laughs> and cookies, and she'll really? just walk up to random people on the street. I don't know how she's not for? arrested. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, you guys want anything? Just open it up and just like. All wow. kind of, I don't even know what all of it impressive. is. I mean, I have no idea what all of the different things are that she's got. Yeah. Wow. And you can just put in orders. Yeah. It's I like know. those kiosks mm-hmm. for uh, electronics at the airport. Yeah, Pretty much. Totally. That's what wow. she is. one is like a box full of making you feel old because it's all these drugs that you've never heard of. Like what? <laughs> I don't know. She was saying all these words. Like, I don't something. know what that would what that would do. I don't know I don't. what a quaalude is, actually. That's not a new one. That's an old, old yeah, one. Yeah, but I was thinking the new one. Are you talking about old ones? or oh No, I mean, I'm familiar with the older drugs, but like the new like these the newfangled drugs that the kids are doing these days oh yeah, yeah. i don't know yeah i don't know she had a box full of magical treats yeah so if you come uh, the next time you come around we'll <laughs> see if for we the can lady? Find yeah <laughs> ask for the hippie drug chick <laughs> yeah that'd be good <laughs> i started doing our mushrooms at festivals this year yeah i saw that yeah, so the shroom fest oh shroom fest yeah it was definitely great um yeah but just in general but shroom fest yeah did you guys do it you didn't know about it until too late no no, no. it's an international mushroom festival Everyone just does mushrooms. So tell me, where is it? Is it a festival? It's all over the world. All over? It's like St. Patrick's Day or Christmas. <laughs> it just exists or whatever. <laughs> and we do it on the, uh, the the weekend with the longest amount of uh, moonlight uh, over the summer. Oh, wow. So that was somebody suggested. I was like, oh, fucking great idea. The first year we planned it like May and all these kids were like, no, 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 I still I have finals then. I was like, well, we got to delay it then. <laughs> That's not fair. My big thing is do drugs responsibly. So if you have stuff to do, you can't do mushrooms. Like you need to like wait and have. Sat- so it's Every three days. Moderation, totally. Yeah. So it's Sunday, Mon- Saturday, Sunday, Monday, just so in case like <laughs> comedians don't have to worry about missing shows. Um, and then straight regular people don't have to worry about missing work. And yeah, it's just a three day enjoy mushrooms at some point over that time. Wow. And people did it all over the world. That it is was great. Cool. Yeah, the internet really helps everyone connect. Yeah, our, our booker, uh, Kenny, I think you might have met him. He worked Bridgetown. He said that he had met you. Uh, he's yeah. a bespectacled young fellow. But yeah, he puts together uh, information a lot of the times when we have people coming in. He said that you did a podcast during Shroomfest? No, we did one about it, about our first. Oh, about it. Yeah, we didn't do it during. Some oh, wait, people were recap? asking for that. Okay. It was the recap. It was like days later. Okay, I was going to say that would be pretty. 
difficult. I don't know how you would possibly do that. Yeah. You could do it. It's you, just could do it probably, yeah. you just need somebody sober, like making a move, I guess. Yeah. Just like a producer. Yeah, also, someone sober who you know is not going to fuck with you. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Pressing the right buttons. Yeah. <laughs> not the wrong ones. <laughs> Those are the worst people to be on psychedelics around. <laughs> oh, yeah. People that just want to mess with you. Yeah. 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 It's super funny. Yeah. <laughs> No. So I was like, dude, let the drug work. It doesn't need your help. Acid has been working great for like a thousand years, or I don't know how long acid's been around. But oh, like, whatever. Thousand. Yeah, that sure. Works for me. Sounds right. Yeah, Shroomfest is great. I don't. Know, I forget when it is next year in 2013. I think it's in June or July. All right, we'll I'll have to look it up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've, I've been be... on stage on mushrooms before. Really? Yeah, I did them in Montreal for for the last station for Monday show. Wow. Yeah, this year. Does it make you forgetful or anything when you're on stage? Yeah, it's hard to focus. Dan yeah. Soder did them with me, and he said he saw a light off on the side, and he just kept <laughs> focusing on that light. <laughs> and you couldn't really tell, but in your head, it's like, what is that light? And at least you would like have your material to like sort of like fly on. Yeah. You know, it was like I can just put this on autopilot a little bit. Yeah, you've done it so many times. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they you must end up have been pausing you're longer. Staring at a light and just doing yeah. it everybody in the audience is trying to figure yeah. it out. Too. And you think you've been staring for like for like thirty minutes, but it's been like ten seconds. <laughs> you know, so you're just like the it just seems like you're pausing a little longer. <laughs> well, you're gonna be doing a live podcast pretty soon, aren't you? For, uh, uh, yeah, in, in, in New York. Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do for that. Yeah, we've never actually done. I mean, well, we do the live show in here every day, but not never in front of an, an audience. audience. Yeah, I've I mean, done we, live podcasts before, but not my own. Yeah, are you gonna be having? Do you, are you gonna have guests on? Yeah, uh, Big J Okerson's do it, and I think Hannibal Burris is gonna do it. Nice, oh, awesome. and then um, yeah, and then I, I might try to get like a prostitute or somebody fun <laughs> or a drug because. dealer. Yeah, just somebody regular. Maybe we can all ask questions. I think I would like to ask questions. That'd have to, to be a, a brave. Yeah. That'd have to be a brave prostitute though in front of a crowd. Yeah, that'd be a weird. I think I might have to get like a serious street hooker. And yeah, then, like feed her booze. Yeah, yeah, or whatever she needs. Oh, you can find a pretty legit one in New York, too, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, I would there. think so. Like, I'll give you 50 bucks. Yeah. You Come on stage. You don't have to get naked. It's 30 minutes of your time. <laughs> Maybe she'll do it. I don't know. Yeah, I think the live podcast worked better with, like, the craziness podcast. Like, the, I think yeah. so. The zoo stuff. Yeah, I yeah. can see that. The ones who have games and 